Welcome. We're so glad you've taken this opportunity to grow your faith by listening to this teaching. At CLC, it is our heart to see every believer equipped to fulfill the plan that God has for your life. For more information about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. Now let's hear some faith-building teaching from Pastor Ann Ukinen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good. I have, my, I have my wallet up here. This is my wallet. I love my wallet. Not like I love Jesus. I enjoy my wallet. It's, you know, it's like, you know, low on the list, but I really appreciate it. I love it. It fits a ton of the stuff. And I really loved this little jewel thing on it. And I dropped it and it cracked. Oh, well, but I, I haven't, I like this wallet enough that I don't want to replace it because I like, I love it. I like, I like the color and everything about it. And I'm on the lookout for something that I can, that, that can maybe be a bit better, but I haven't found it yet. So I continue to use this, even though it's like really sharp and stuff, but I have all my cards in here and I'm sure you have your wallet. There's, I'm not going to open it. There's an ugly little mess in there, but there's lots of cards in there. I have my credit cards. I have my debit card. I have those loyalty cards that people keep on trying to make you want and, uh, and, and that you need to like get loyalty points and stuff. And so you're like, I've been to that store once and you're like, do I need this loyalty card? Maybe I'll be back again. Do I really want it in my wallet having space? And so then I have some other, other cards in another place in a drawer somewhere that I've actually never used again. And I should just throw them out. But anyway, <laughs> I got my wallet and I got things in there and I, I use certain ones for certain things. And I have two debit cards in there right now because I have one that needs to get cut up. And I, as long as it's in my wallet, I'm, re I'm reminded that I need to cut it up and I have my new one. But sometimes the first time I used my old debit card and I'm like, something's wrong. I'm like, oh, I really should cut that up. I really should go through my wallet. But I was thinking about our wallet and and all the things that are in there. And sometimes we use God like our wallet. That, oh, someone passed away. Uh, let me go find the comfort card and I'll get the comfort card out and I'll use that card because I need comfort right now. Or, oh, I need some patience, Lord. I need to get out that patience card and I'll use it and then I'll put it back. And Oh, peace, peace. I'm not feeling peace right now. Let me go into my wallet. I'll get my peace, peace card and I'll show my peace card. And now I have peace, but then I'll put it back. And I was thinking about all this and I was just thinking and thinking, we'll come back to my wallet in a little bit. But we relate to God by just different ideas of him. And we don't relate to him as our king, our true and mighty king. So Jesus, when he was on the earth, he fulfilled a lot of prophecy. Let's, well, I, I don't, I'm, you don't have to turn to this, but because like Zechariah, if you can find it quickly in your Bible, I'm going to read it really quickly here. But in Zechariah 9, 9, it has a prophecy about Palm Sunday. So here it is in, in Zechariah 9, 9, it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Sing aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming. 
to you, righteous and having salvation, and he is humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And so here we have, isn't that so amazing when God tells you something and then it comes to pass? Well, I don't, is that, yeah, it's so great. Zachariah didn't, I don't think he got to see that come to pass, but God showed him something. God's showing us things. And it's so amazing that God showed Zachariah something and Jesus did exactly what this word said. The Holy Spirit is always speaking through people and it comes to pass. It doesn't matter how long or how many years, it comes to pass. The Holy Spirit speaks and it comes to pass. It comes to pass. So Zechariah 9.9, he speaks this and he's talking about who do you think? Jesus. So let's go to that scripture now where Jesus does this. Hallelujah. In Mark 11, it's a Mark 11 kind of day. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. It's, if you're with me, joining me online or later when you're listening to an audio and you just are wondering what's going on, it's very windy today. I had, there was one other audio I listened to of myself because I listen to myself and listen and learn. And it's, and you're like, wow, I said that? That's so amazing. But I was going like this all through the, through the message. And I was like, oh dear, it's not that cold today. Praise Jesus. So I'm going to Mark 11. Matthew, Mark. I'm doing it with cold fingers. Hallelujah. Um, in, in verse 10, it says this. Well, I, Part of the cult thing, I really love that. I love messages where they've talked about, you know, that God, Jesus gave the disciples instructions and then they go and they go get this cult. And when they go, like, they, they're like, go, go get this thing. And, and if anyone asks, well, like, what are you doing? You're just going to say the Lord has need of it. Uh, I would not do this unless you knew for sure that the Holy Spirit told you that this is something you should go and do. <laughs> the Lord has need of it. You know, they were like, mm, okay, but you know, someone else might not be mm, okay. They're like, hey, that's my, my horse. You know, why are you doing taking it? But they didn't. They said the Lord has need of it and they took it and it was all okay. Praise Jesus. His instructions, we want to hear his instructions and follow them. It was where the, they were where he's, Jesus said, and it happened as Jesus said. The Holy Spirit speaks, God speaks, and it happens. And in verse 11, hallelujah, oh, Mark 10, 11, and, oh, okay, Mark 11, 10, and... Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark eleven ten. Ah, that's why. 
Blessed is be, uh, be the kingdom of our King Father David, that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So let's go back up to eight. And it said, many spread their garments as Jesus rode into Jerusalem um, on this donkey. And they many spread their garments in the way and others cut down branches off of the trees and sawed them off um, in the way. And then they went before and they followed crying, saying, Hosanna, blessed is, the, uh, is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father, David, and who cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around upon all things, and now the evening tide was come, he went unto Bethany with the twelve. So it happened. What God said happened. Hallelujah. What he said came to pass. What God says to you comes to pass. Hallelujah. And in Isaiah, it talks about the lineage of Jesus coming from the lineage of King David. And during this time, everyone was so excited that here was the king that was coming to save them. Here was the king that was finally going to come and save them from the Roman Empire. Here was the king that was going to set things right. And they looked, and they were looking at an earthly king. They were looking at someone from the line of King David. That's all they were seeing, was a king that came from David. A king that could fight like David. That's what they wanted. They wanted someone like David who fought Goliath, uh, cut off his head, and then all the Philistines ran away. This is kind of the picture and what they were looking for in their king, in the, uh, for their king. And this is what they thought that Jesus would do. And in that, we see a week later, we're going we're gonna to be celebrating Easter next week. We should celebrate Jesus' resurrection every day. Uh, and, and the first time he rises again, uh, he has to go to the cross first. And during that time, I, all those people that were saying, Hosanna, 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 oh, save us, oh, King, oh, you're coming here and you're going to save us. Those same people said, crucify him, crucify him. They all said it. And they went with the crowd because Jesus didn't do what they thought he was supposed to do. And many times we think, we think about how Jesus is going to do something because we think in terms of cards in our wallet. We think about Jesus and we think about only one part and we don't see the mighty king, the one who's mighty to save us, that he's mighty, that he did it all. And so they're looking for this king to just save them, but this king did save them. This king saved them from sin and death. He saved him to the uttermost to reconcile them with God. And that was so much more than saving them from the Roman Empire. It faded away. After everything, it, it faded away. 
but the cross has never faded away. The cross will remain. His re what he did there will remain. In Isaiah 40 and 28 to 29, it says, have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not faint or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. This is in the Amplified. There's no searching of his understanding. You don't have to search to find understanding. You don't have to search to find the answer. God's pretty big. You can find him. He is no searching for him because he's always there. He gives power to the faint and weary. And to him who has no might, he increases their strength, causing it to multiply and make it abound. You have abounding strength. The power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. Oh, so much more than a king just dealing with the Roman Empire. But this is the king who dealt with it all. All the empire of sin and death, all of that he dealt with. Holy, oh, hallelujah. If we just like, wow, what he's done. It's big. This is the mighty God. We have been, having been spoiled, he had spoiled principalities, powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. You know, no one likes a sore loser. And when you've played a game, you know, and someone brags about it, you know, you're like, hmm, hmm. Ah, well, but guess what? God is not a sore loser, but he's a winner of winners. And he made a show openly to show his great power. And the thing is, is he said, I won. Ha ha ha. Here, you can win with me. You can have the status. You can walk in victory that I won for you. Isn't that amazing? So amazing. This is the king that we serve, not just a king that would that had a temporary fix for a kingdom. Because I don't know what Israel thought, because this wasn't the first time that a kingdom had taken over. The Assyrians had taken over. There were many times that they were in sla slaves in Egypt. There was always something coming to try to put them under. But God took care of it all in one moment hallelujah and philippians uh, 2 it says every knee will bow every tongue will confess that he is lord aren't you glad you do it now and willingly he is lord he is lord hallelujah and we look to god to help us within our own parameters so that's what we saw there that happened on palm sunday so many years ago that was people looking to Jesus to fix what they thought was a problem. The Roman Empire wasn't really a problem. Sin and death, separation from God, that was the, the problem. That was the problem. And this was the answer for it all. Hallelujah. He's so much more. And so we don't want to go into our wallet and think, oh, 
I have this situation. What, and then look at it with our natural eyes and see, you know, a passing of a loved one or someone betrays us. And we don't want to go into our wallet and get the thing that we think will fix it. We have a mighty king. He's everything that we need. Can we look to him? Can we seek him first? Not seek what he has, but seek him, the mighty king. He's so much more. Let's go to John 14. We're going to go to John 14. He is so good. We're going to see him, see him bigger. Not just see him as some cards that we can debit when we need something from him. But he's the answer, that he solved it all. And we can get to know the answer. And in knowing him, we have all the answers. And we can have the answer that he would give for a, a situation. Like, oh, we want you to get rid of the Roman Empire. No, I'm going to take care of sin and death instead. That seems like a better deal. Reconcile everyone to the Father. That seems like a better deal. We want the better deal. And God knows that. He knows what we need. He has what we need. And we don't want parts of him. We want all of him. And in John 14 and 15, it says, we're going to start there. This is the promise of the Spirit. The promise of the Holy Spirit. Like, anytime God works, he's like, here, here it is. This is great. But let me do one better. Let me, let me, let's get, let's get this and then add to it. So, you know, here's the cherry on top, you know, here's this big, huge Sunday. And now the cherry, the finished work. Hallelujah. So if you love me, keep my commandments. I could have started anywhere, but I wanted to start there. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father to the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Now, I think Jesus' prayers get answered. And here we have his answer. I have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of me today. You have the Holy Spirit hopefully living inside you today. If you are with us online and you're like, I don't know, I don't know about this whole talk, message us. We can, we can get, you can get that. It's super easy. I mean, I don't even know when I was filled with the Holy Spirit. It's kind of just sort of happened. I like you think like some people, you know, it's like, whoop, I knew I had it. But I was so young, I didn't really pay attention. I, and it was just something that was normal. You know, not getting used to COVID normal, but normal to have the Holy Spirit, the mighty one living on the inside of me normal. That's normal. Hallelujah. So he's sending the comforter that he may abide with us forever, not just till you die. You know, there's a life after this, not just till the end, but past that, past that. He's with us forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwells with you and shall be with you. And I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And I think 
that many people go through stuff. And then, and, and the go-to verses are, oh, you've got a comforter. The comforter's helping you. And I've heard people joke, no, it's not a blanket, like not that comforter. But you know what, we almost do the same thing. Because, you know, then we think we need the governor just when, comforter when, just when we're sad or in a tight spot. Or we need the comforter when we need it. And then when we, you know, and then we put it back, just like our card. Once we've, you know, bought something, we put it away and we're done with it for now until the next time. But it says that the comfortable will be with us always. And God's pretty smart. He's almighty God. He knows there's a reason why we need the comforter and not just when we're sad, not just when we're, uh, something happens or someone dies or we lose a pet or someone hurts us deeply. A comforter. So I was looking up like the def definition of comforter. And there's a, in the Greek, it says it's a parakletos. And, and there's some words in there that are aspects of comforter that are important, that are not just dealing with a sad time or a moment of loss, but an intercessor. Do you know about intercession? If you know some prayers, you know some intercessors. An intercessor is someone who prays for you. Someone who stands, it's called standing in the gap for someone else that's interceding, that's in there, in the middle, in the middle of a situation or something, but in the middle, standing in the gap for you so that there is no gap. There is no gap. When you have the comforter, there is no gap. It says that he's always, like, Jesus is at the right, right hand of the Father interceding for you. That intercession is on the right throne by the Father, praying all the time, and also inside you. That there is no gap. That there's nothing missing. That's so important. You need that all the time. You just don't need that when you're sad. Like, when you're going through life and you're talking to people... And you're relating with people and you're telling people about Jesus. You're sharing with a loved one uh, something deep from your heart. There is no gap. You can do it because there, you have the comforter. You have that intercessor there with you, helping you so you have no lack. So that you can speak with someone and have the exact right words for them that can see change happen. That can see them encouraged that can see them changed. It's amazing. You need, I need that all the time. I don't just need that, like, you know, to put that away for the moment, but I want that all the time. I, I want him standing in the gap so there are no gaps all the time. All the time. And then also, too, a counselor. It's to comfort, to cheer the mind in distress or depression or to alleviate grief and give refreshment to the mind or spirits, to give contentment or moderate happiness by relieving from distress. But notice there, a refreshment of the mind. You know, I could use that all the time. There are times when my mind is not distressed, but there's a lot going on. And let me tell you, when you have like 22 six-year-olds, there's a lot going on. And my mind's not distressed, but my mind has a lot going on. 
And I want the, the co-consoler and the comforter there helping me. And I have, you know, it's, and it's great. You don't have to do it. You, I like, you know, I can't leave the room. Like, you know, I'm in charge of these souls and I can't like that. They cannot be left unattended and I can't go into my prayer closet or can't go anywhere to pray, but I can, you know, look up and say, thank you, Jesus, for helping me. And he does. He helps me. And I can take that moment. I can look away. And in a moment, things can be different. It doesn't have to take as long as you, as you think. It can just be a moment. And it's all, you know, and he's there all the time. And instead of putting him back in the wallet and, and locking it away, we can tap in all the time. Have the wallet open. Have everything there accessible for you. And so there was like one piece. We had the intercessor. We have the consoler. That's that one piece. That's the piece that people most identify with when they're thinking about the comforter, that I just need him to cheer me up. It's so much more than that. So much more. Can we see him more than just saving us from a trouble of the time, but saving us from all trouble? That's what we need to see. An advocate. Now... Sometimes in this world, you need a lawyer, and we needed a lawyer once. And lawyers are called advocates, so they advocate for you in, in court. And let me tell you, oh, bless Jesus for Agnes. Oh, no, no, what was it? It was, his name was, it was a Scottish name. Ari, what name was it again? His name was, started with an A. Oh, I loved him. Angus, Angus, that's right. Oh, and, it, you know, he wasn't, he didn't have a Scottish accent, but... He came in and he dealt with the situation. He took care of it all. And as soon as he started taking, like he started dealing with this, the matter and, and the situation, we're like, wow, this is easy. Like we let him do it. Wow. I, like Ari and I were just like super happy that he dealt with it all and we didn't have to deal with it. And it was amazing. It was so good. And it was so great. And you know what? It was so nice when he, 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 we were figuring out how much we owed him. And he's like, I have a good vibe about you people. That's the world, right? But, <laughs> and then he said, uh, we're just going to call it even. You don't have to pay. And that day, my attitude changed towards lawyers. I, I had a new perspective. But we have Jesus who's our advocate. He's pleading on our behalf. He's taking care of situations so we don't have to deal with them. Just like Angus did. He took care of that problem. And we were just like, we, we went to him. And then he would, he would do what he needed to do. And then he would come back to us. Oh, talk about, it was good. God can do that for you all the time. Why are you taking care of your, the problems or the things? Why? Because then he can't. He can't take care of it. When we were taking care of the situation for ourselves, and, and Ag, um, uh, Agus was, uh, wasn't, Agus, he wasn't dealing with it. It was hard. I didn't like it. It was not fun. And as soon as we decided to, hey, let's get the lawyer to do this, and he took care of it, we're like, woohoo! And I was like, why didn't we do this before? 
didn't you do that before? Why are you taking care of this, the problems yourself? You have an advocate. You have Jesus. In the primary sense, it says, one who pleads the cause of another in court or civil law. Someone who's pleading your case. Standing up for you. Standing up for you. Jesus is standing up for you. And he's talking to the situation. Let him talk to the situation and take care of it. If he's taking, you know, when our lawyer was taking care of everything, we went on our merry way. We went about life and we were unconcerned about what was going on there because he was, he was talking to the person who was having the problem. He was taking care of the issue and we were happy. Let Jesus take care of the issue and be happy. You don't have to, you know, take care of it yourself. You've got him. Just give it to him and then don't take it back. Because that's the issue. That, I think that's sometimes the issue is we keep on giving it to Jesus and then we take it back and give it to Jesus, take it back. You know, but we can give it to him finally and let him take care of it and trust that it's going to be okay. You know, it wasn't over right away, but it was over. And in the meantime, we were happy knowing and trusting that our lawyer was taking care of it. You can know and trust that Jesus is taking care of it. He already did. Why are we getting so upset? So, and we get, so there's all these things when we're thinking about the comforter and then, and thinking about this, these are just different things and aspects in that word comforter, our comforter, the Holy Spirit. So, and then we come to comfort, relief from pain, ease or rest, moderate pleasure after pain. These are some definitions of comfort cold or distressed or uneasiness of body, the relief from pain, relief from a distressed mind. We have the mind of Christ. We definitely have been, we have that relief from stress of the mind because he takes care of that. And we don't have to think about those. Support under calamity, difficult, like, you know, giving strength or support in distress, difficulty, danger, or infirmity. This is so much more than what people think when they go into their wallet and they get the comforter. I think they're just going, they want the, they're there. They're there on the shoulder. It'll be all right. They're there. They're there. That's not going to get you through. That kind of comfort is not going to help. We want the comforter to come and help us. We want him to be with us at all times so that we're not moved. That if, if something happens, we're not moved. We don't, because we, we know he's taking care of that distress and that situation. He's got it. He's our advocate. He's standing in the gap. He's our intercessor. He's all those things. And we can enjoy him the whole time that he's always with us not just there when we need him and not just there to take care of one problem in the moment, but take care of it all. We look at God and look at the different aspects of him and we need to rise to his level and not bring him down to ours. We want, he's we can let him lift us out of circumstances or lift us out of situations and, we, and the thing is, we, he, we can always stay lifted, you know? He's not like, you know, I don't know if you've carried something really heavy 
and you want to just put it down after a moment. So you can only carry something that's heavy for so long. But Jesus is always carrying us. You know, he's always lifting us up. And he can lift us out of circumstances. We don't need to stay in the circumstance and allow him to be there with us. I can't imagine how painful it is. Just, I mean, have you been with someone and you know the help is there and they're just not taking it? How painful it is. You want to, like, go and do it for them. And, like, when children are learning, I, it's so interesting. I don't, I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you're with a child when they're doing a puzzle, it's so interesting. You know when they don't know how to do it. Like, they take that piece and put it anywhere. And you're like, seriously? That piece is red, and, and there's nothing around it that's red. Like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? And, and I'm a teacher, right? So I, I may be thinking, hmm. But I'm like, why don't you try it over here? See, look at, look at these pieces around that piece, and then why don't you just put it there? And... And as a teacher, I know, like, sometimes parents will jump in. And, and because I'm a teacher, I know how to coach, how to guide, and not just jump in. And I've, and I've kind of, like, got a jump-in callus because I want my students to learn. And so I've learned that if I jump in and help them, uh, they're, they're not going to learn. And so, so I'm there coaching and guiding, and why don't you try this? Why don't you try the other thing? But for some people, that can be really painful. And they're like, here, let me take the piece of puzzle and put it in. But, you know, that doesn't help them. We want to jump in sometimes. But we want to have God's answer and not jump in and fix it ourselves. And, and also fi fix it for other people. Because they, there's God's answer and uh, we need to get that and not use your own. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> the people's answer was Jesus coming and just dealing with the Roman Empire. But Jesus had so much more on his heart. He had then, 10 years from now, 100 years from now, to now, 2,000 years from now, eternity. He had eternity on his mind. He has the answer that takes care of it all. And so I want his answer. And I certainly want his answer when I'm helping other people. I want them to succeed. When we look at God in Ephesians 2 and 6, we can be raised up with him. Let's go look there. I just want to go look. look let's look actually at the at the my hands are really cold so it's like super difficult to turn the pages thank you jesus <laughs> and then the wind <laughs> hallelujah peace be still hallelujah <laughs> i'm gonna do it no matter how what it looks like how silly I look. I don't look silly. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. I'm going to do what God says. 
and see that there. Sometimes we think something looks some way, and it's certainly not that way. I'm delivering the word of the Lord. It's important for you to hear. And it doesn't matter if Bibles are, are blowing. My nose is runny. doesn't matter. It's drizzly. My husband's wrapped up in a blanket. We can do this. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 and 6. Okay, no, let's go to 4. But God, who is rich in mercy for his grace and love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead to sin, dead in sin, he has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. And has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, that he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. He has raised us into heavenly places. We're seated with him. I don't want just an earthly king. We have those right now. I don't want just a politician. You don't just... <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah i want the uh, my heavenly father and he hasn't separated me for, i'm not far away from him i'm close he's inside me he's with me he's the comforter that always stays with me he's always with me he always has the answer and i want to tap into what his answer is not my own not my own you're where you are right now and you're looking for an answer and i am telling you don't look for the answer look to the answer look to jesus he'll take care of it he's sent you the comforter the comforter is with us the comforter's with you he's helping you he's standing in the gap for you making sure that there's nothing missing nothing broken there's no gap. There's no hole or place that needs to be filled because he's filled it for you. He's standing on your side. He's comforting you. And not just with a there, there, it'll be okay. He's running to help you. He's your advocate. He's standing on your side and he's, and he's helping you. And he's that answer. He's the answer. He's the only thing that will get you through. And he'll not only get you through just a little bit in an earthly way that you think in your own mind, but in his mind. So much bigger, so much better. Let me pray for you this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that when you sent us your comforter, that you didn't send something weak, something there, there, it'll be okay. You sent us the comforter, strong, mighty, powerful, to live on the inside of us. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us. Thank you that we're not missing anything, that you're helping us, that through knowing you, the answers just come. Every answer, not just one for a little problem or a little circumstance, but every answer.
And we thank you, Lord, that you've seated us with you in heavenly places, that we no longer see ourselves in a situation or a circumstance, but we see ourselves seated with you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. You can contact us by phone at 604-594-7327 or you can write to us at Unit 2A, 13139 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3W3B1.